Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Welcome back to another episode of Motown and Coney. I'm back with my main man, Tommy. What up, though? So, it's, I wanted to start off the podcast talking about the Lions, but um, in light of recent NBA events, uh, pick your poison, uh, Phoenix getting eliminated, them in return, eliminating um, Monty Williams, Boston, Jason Tatum breaking the Steph Curry recent record just at game seven, 51 points. Um, James Harden is who I thought he was. Eric Sposter, how has he never won the coach of the year? Um, and then, shoot. So you got Boston, Philly. You got Denver, which I told people to watch out for it before the season even started, versus LeBron and AD. So what's your thoughts on, on the NBA? Well, you forgot about one thing, Ron. All that going on, all that goodness, all the this amazing season, and John Morant want to trump everybody by just being a damn gunslinger. Yeah, I was I was trying to lead John John Morant out of it, <laughs> um, <laughs> but I you know what I don't even I don't fault John John Morant at this point. You want to know why? Why? He got all these people around him, right? His dad, I mean T. Uh, Morant has become. I don't. I don't know if you want to call him a media darling. People know who he is, right? right. He, he's got this entourage. Very. I don't know if you would call it Allen Iverson uh, of the early two thousands, but you think someone would. Pull them to the side and be like, you know, this is our our, our gravy train. Like, don't mess this up for everybody, <laughs> type thing. Um, so I I really fought a lot of the people around him, especially uh, his his dad at this point. I was just saying the same thing too. I was saying how his dad is like always in the spotlight. So yeah, yeah. I I just feel like. And the these conversations could be happening, but it 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 almost feels like he need to have that father son moment where he he pulls his son to the side. Look, like you you got this good thing going on. Don't don't f this up. Um, I I do feel it's a blessing in the sky for for John Morant. Um, it's the off season. He can get the hopefully he gets the help that that he needs, um, but I I don't want to come on here in the bathroom. His, uh, I mean you just I don't know it's hard though because you just came back really from a suspension like you ended the season basically saying that you know you have to be better when it came to off off the court stuff. So uh, that's what's kind of puzzling to me. Because you literally just got suspended. You literally went through this whole situation. You went to rehab and everything. And then you turn around and do it again. I just, I don't understand. Yeah. But so, maybe it's not meant for me to understand. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at at this point. Like, it, it doesn't make any sense to me. But um, it's, it's hell. It's, it. it I just feel like the people around him at this point, they have just as much to lose as him. And so somebody, like, it should be a conversation. Like, they should be thinking, like, if he screwed this up, it's going to be messed up for, every, for all of us. Exactly. Yeah, he. I don't know who he got in his entourage, but he got he to gotta change some things up. Why are these people that consider his friends keep recording him? That's what's blowing my mind. Yeah, like that. That's my thing too. Like, stay like we we just dealt with an Instagram live thing. Like, just stay off the doggone phone. <laughs> Throw the phones out the window at this point if you got to. Man, please do. Just get rid of the phone. You're doing so well, man. Like you're up and coming, rising star. That's why a lot of people hurt, it's, man. Because you look at a lot of these young people, man. He's like. I didn't realize how dynamic he was as far as to the young people. Like, what do you mean to the young people, you know? 
Um, a lot of people that really didn't pay attention to Russell Westbrook, they wind up looking at Ja. And Ja, in my opinion, is like the young people's Russell Westbrook. That's how dynamic and how explosive he is. So, Yeah, he's, he's supposed to be. I mean, if you think about LeBron's, what, 38, he'll be 39 December, Steph is 35. Uh, he, but I think Ja Moran was supposed to be uh, the the new face of, for the NBA for this this up and coming generation. I I don't you can't market him at this point. Right, it's so hard to market him and and even consider him even for next year. Like they're saying that they're they're thinking about a lengthy uh, suspension. You know. Yeah, I've heard of, I've heard a season long suspension tossed around. This um and and rest is this is more toxic than Kobe coming back from Colorado. Yeah, this is like super toxic, especially in the climate that we in with gun control and uh you know things going on the mass shooting. So, yeah, this this is huge, man, and he's. And he's a focal point out here to young kids that enjoy basketball, you know. Yeah, he like, and I guess that's what's so sad about it is everything was set for him to be this up and coming generation face of the league. Um, because I think about who you got what him, Jason Tatum. Jalen Brown, but I, he's more popular than than Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum combined. If you ask me, yeah, he's just throwing it all away. Yeah, so uh, I just hope uh, he gets the right people around him. He gets counseling. He gets help. Um, his team needs to be hiring a PR person. Yeah, they need a PR person you badly. Yeah, so um, crisis PR person, crisis management person. Um, he 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 just needs a a whole team around him. I, I hope this is a wake up call that the the, the brother can get uh, the the help that he 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 deserves. Exactly. You know what? I, I support what you said too, Rodney, and I feel the same way too. There's not a bashing session on on John Moran at all. You know, it's just we support the young brother and we want him to get the help he deserves and needs. And we, we believe he is a star in this league and he can bounce back, man. Yeah, I'm I'm hoping a year from now, two years from now, this is just um, something that we look at and be like, oh, he, he, you know, he learned his lesson. Look at him now. The the NBA is better when he's right. Uh, when hell, when when Memphis is right, even though they got some, they got some interesting decisions um, to make this offseason. I I believe them in, in Golden State um, have two, probably have two of the most interesting offseasons, along with probably Philly. Exactly, because we watched a lot go on this season, and this is referring back to this whole setup for the playoffs, and and also we seen a lot of players that we grew up with just turn old overnight, man. Like <laughs> Draymond Green yeah, and Clay, they're getting up there right with LeBron. Yeah, so I, I feel like if you if I'm if I'm going to stay. Um, Hell, even uh, Bob Muir, their, their GM, his his contract is up, so um, it'll be interesting to see if he what he decides to do. But if I'm Golden State, I, I have to seriously look at um, do I really want to re-sign uh, Draymond and Clay? I know Clay has even talked about taking a pay cut. Um, I feel like if I'm Golden State. <sighs> At the right price, I, I bring back Draymond and Clay, but it, it have to be at a severe discount. And I, and I really, Draymond's the the one where you might have to move on from because you. I feel like Kaminga needs more minutes to really come into his own, and you you got to fix Jordan Poole. Yeah. I, oh man. I don't. You signed Jordan Poole to that huge contract. Yeah, you four years, what, one hundred twenty million. So I mean, you 
I don't think you have a choice but to try to fix them. Well, I mean, you can always trade him. I think he's. I think he's an amazing player. Uh, um, I don't know if you can trade him right now. I'm not coming off the. Who had a? I guess the question is who had a worse postseason? Him or, um, <laughs> uh, what's my man from the Knicks? Oh, Julius Randolph. They, they, <laughs> yeah, they were taking this picture down. I'll, man, I seen that. They were east side stumping that bad boy. But I guess if if I'm New York, I'm a little bit more comfortable in my situation. Jalen Bronson is a bona fide star. Um, he's the piece that you build around. Um, Golden State didn't lose because of Steph. So I I feel like Steph and, and, and Looney and Kaminga and the Wiggins that that's who you have to try to build around. Um, and I'm sorry as much as I like Draymond and Clay is I mean it's a business. I know, and that's the sad part about it too. The thing is, Draymond and, and Clay are bona fide role players, and they can be very valuable somewhere else. Um, yeah, right now, I, if if I'm if I'm Golden State, I'm trying to get rid of those guys right now. Uh, so I can get some value for them. Yeah, I I I feel like what's the market though. Um, particularly for Clay, I, I feel like Draymond has has a market. I feel like part of me has felt this way for two years that Draymond really wants to go play uh, with LeBron. No, I can see that. A, a lot has been made about Kyrie making his way to the Lakers, but if I'm the Lakers, I don't touch Kyrie with a ten foot pole. <laughs> no, Kyrie is still good, man. He's still good. Um, he has no he has no excuses, and so he needs somebody that's going to actually not be his buddy and actually put him out there and, and encourage him to play more instead of saying, "Hey, you you can take some days off, you can do this." I think Kevin Durant was more like a, a friend than he was, you know, encouraging him to be the best that he can be. Because LeBron was always pushing him when he played with LeBron. That's why I think he's reverting back to. To playing with LeBron again. Um, yeah, without LeBron, Kyrie doesn't win another ring in his career. He doesn't I win agree. a ring. Chris Paul is not going to win a ring. Damn, KD might not win another ring at this point. Uh -huh. I wonder how KD is in the locker room, Rodney. I don't, he's not a leader. I, I that's what it is. He's not a leader. That's the that's the problem with KD. That's why people when they rank him so high, and I'm like, this guy's not a leader. That's one thing I can say about KD. That's why I don't I don't have him ranked so high at like my top uh, five or or even you know at his position because guys were leaders and they you know they can convince everybody else to get it, give them like a good winning mentality and made them feel more valuable than what they were. Kevin Durant never did that. Yeah, like if you let's, – let's think about it. If you look at the Oklahoma City team, Westbrook is the leader. Even when Westbrook left, PG was the leader of that team. Um, right. He goes to to Golden State. That was Steph and Draymond's team all day. Brooklyn, I believe, Kyrie was the leader. And Phoenix – you had Chris Paul and I believe Devin Devin Booker surpassed KD as as Booker right now the leader in Phoenix. Um, Phoenix they got they got some a big decision to make. Um, I was shocked to see uh, Monty Williams two time coach of the year. I agree with Doc Rivers don't win coach of the year because hell they all gone. <laughs> Nick yeah, Nurse, like <laughs> over the past what, what five or six years, yeah. all of them are like moving around, getting fired left and right. Dwayne Casey was former coach of the year, so same I, year. I don't, I don't know where Phoenix goes. Right, you got so much committed, basically in three players and KD Booker and Aiden. Chris Paul is a shell of himself. I, I, you got to move on from that. But 
can you really upgrade at the point guard position? I mean, there's some it's some free agents that's out there. There's some interesting moves to be made. Westbrook? Westbrook KD I, reunion? I don't I don't know. You and know then, what? I'll take I'll take Westbrook over uh CP three right now. CP three's just hurt so much, man. And he's just he, he still has his mid range jumper. That's one thing he hasn't lost. But his defense been terrible. His offense has really been terrible. He's been terrible. Uh, it's just he he barely <laughs> plays. His leadership has been terrible. So I Phoenix that that that's interesting. Um, I don't see them winning the chip in the West the way the roster currently constructed. Um, that would be interesting though to bring in Westbrook. That that's a darn good call out right there. If I can bring in Westbrook right now, and then you got Westbrook, especially after this playoffs performance that Westbrook's put on, and he came on pretty strong and and for the Clippers, yeah, during but, the season. Yeah. So two two things. Um, if I'm the Clippers, though, I'm trying to figure out a way to re-sign Westbrook. Um, there's also a rumbling that that Phoenix is gonna make a a run at Ty Ty Lu. Um, and if you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a huge Ty Lu fan. I, I think he's one of the better coaches in the NBA. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't know how much of an upgrade he would be over at Monty Williams. Um, if I'm Milwaukee, if I'm Toronto. If I'm Detroit, I'm giving Monty Williams whatever he wants to come coast this dumpster fire called the Detroit Pistons. <laughs> um, even if he wants some GM control, uh, I, I just I feel like you you if you're a team with an opening, Monty Williams should be on the top of your call list. Exactly. No, I'm riding with you on that one, Rodney. Now, now my thing is. I rather I'm I'm so desperate right now to even sniff the playoffs because we we haven't been making the playoffs and if we did make the playoffs we've been losing the first round. I'll take Doc Rivers. That's how bad it is. I'd rather yeah. go to the playoffs and lose I, than I'm not make waiting. the playoffs at all and be like sub five hundred every year. I'm I'm waiting to see what Philly does with Doc Rivers. But once again, you you're in that thing like, who's really available that would be an upgrade over Doc Rivers? Yeah, unless that's true. Unless you're throwing, actually, none of them are to be honest. Yeah, so Monte Williams is the is he's the white whale to me. Uh, short of him, unless you know he's coming, I feel like if you if you Philly, you got to try to make this thing work with Doc. Now, if oh okay, I, I'm sorry. No, if I'm Philly, I know the right move, and I know you. This will probably blow your mind. No, PJ I mean, Tucker like, was not it. Yeah, I say they go after Draymond. If if I'm Philly, and this Mike shock you, and the Mike shocks their listeners, everybody's available. Yeah, that's true. Who's really untouchable on their they roster? Maxi. I mean, Maxi and Embiid, and I and um, I believe I, that I, James I, Harden I, signed for he signed for cheaper than what he was supposed to be. Yeah, I'm, but I'm I'm looking at Embiid and Harden sideways too. Y'all supposed to be superstar players, and neither one of y'all showed up in Game Four. I mean, in Game Seven, like, and not, and Tobias Harris. As much as I, I love him as a person, he got to go. Yeah, and every time I look at, if I'm looking, if I'm Philly, if I'm a Philadelphia fan, I don't know how you watch that Miami Boston series and I look at um, Jimmy Butler. Like we picked Tobias Harris over Jimmy Butler, right? Jimmy Butler's a dog, and he's playing for the best coach in the NBA. And yeah, it feels like Tobias Harris has just been shrinking 
uh, over these past few seasons, man. It's like he doesn't even stand up and well, and fight, don't, man. It's just he, like he's he laying down, takes the back seat to the to whomever it is that's on the team. It's like he always is the third or fourth option. He's never the the first or second option. So yeah, I even mean, when Ben Simmons was on the team, he took a back seat to Ben Simmons. And Ben Simmons with the ultimate troll job. <laughs> <laughs> posted on Twitter and watched the game. Um, that was hilarious. Um, but shout out to um, Eric Spolster, how he has number one coach of the year. And he's by far the best coach in the league. Yeah, he is by far. He's by far the best coach in the league. We definitely agree with each other on that one. And I think I called Miami um, a little bit. I kept telling people, watch out. Um, Eric Spolster is the coach. If I'm in a foxhole, uh, I want him right there with me. Now, I know we made some early predictions, Rodney. Now, you did say Denver. I, I will ride with you on that one. And I was saying the Lakers. But yeah, I didn't were. envision the Lakers being what they are right now, like with this this team. I thought they would definitely have Westbrook. Um, I didn't think that they would make a trade this bold and and get rid of Westbrook and, and Pat Bev and Shout out to um Rob Polinko. Um he's he's my GM coach of the year. The the moves he made um mid season, late into the season the Reconstruct the roster on the on the fly. Uh, it's impressive. Shout yeah, out to Darvin Ham for riding this riding this ship. Uh, yeah, man, Palinka's a gunslinger, man. He's not afraid to to dish guys out, man. Load them in, load them out. Yeah, <laughs> so which. Begs the question: Is Rob Palinka the the most successful of the the player from the Fat Fire off that Michigan team? Do you put him third behind uh, Rose and Weber? <laughs> the the... Yeah, I say yes. I say yes, bro. He went from Kobe's Asian to being. <laughs> One of the best G- GMs in the game. Um, top five GM. Um, I, I still, Pat Riley is still the, the godfather. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. Man, the moves that Pat Riley's been able to pull off, man, I, I can't believe it. And he got guys to sacrifice salary cap, too, to come together to join forces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, NFL schedule was out. Um, wanted to swear I wanted to spend a, a lot of our time, um, but the the NBA and NFL are, are both fighting for headlines at this point. The NHL, the playoffs are going on, but the the NHL and, NBA and Major League Baseball. They have a marketing issue that I don't think either one of them is prepared to fix. Um, so I feel like the WNBA at this point is, is better marketed than both of those leagues. Like I'm about to buy the WNBA um, league pass. So, oh wow, yeah, I can see it. that's that's dope. That's dope, man. That's some ultimate support right there. Yeah, you 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 know I'm 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 big into the the women's game, uh, big into my my Las Vegas Aces. Um, can't wait to see your girl and my girl. Uh, it's it's unfair that they on the same team, but it it feels like they gonna ball out. And they man, I I say they probably lose one or two games this season, man. It feel like that's how it's gonna be. Oh, that team is too strong. Before we get to the NFL, if I'm an NBA team, I know it has been said that, that Becky Hammond has interviewed for, for Toronto, but how do you not call Becky Hammond to see if he's, if she's interested in coming? I know. You, oh, man. I just. 
Because you can't do any worse. Exactly. That's why she should be getting more than just a call from Toronto. It should be a lot of jobs trying to get her. This is what I, I what I, if if I had it my way and I wanted to to stir the pot, this is what I would want to see happen. Becky Hammonds in Milwaukee. I feel mm. like the feel like the roster is set up for her to be successful. Um, I felt everybody knows I didn't like Buddha Hoser as a coach. Um, Eric Spoelstra wrapped circles around him. Um, but I would like to see Becky in Milwaukee, and I would like to see Don Staley in Las Vegas. Now that'd be a good that'd be a good exchange. Like I thought, I thought honestly, I thought Becky was gonna take over for Pop. I thought and Pop I, was gonna retire a, a few years ago, and then Becky was gonna take over, but she made her transition and. Yeah, I, I I believe she deserves to have a job in the NBA. I, I want to see her break that barrier. Yeah, I feel like as a GM, I, I don't know how you don't make that call. Um, she coached under Pop- Popovich for so long. Um, coached summer league, was successful. Has won a championship in her first year in WNBA. Hell, had the MVP to six. Man of the year, the so um, I I just feel like if if we're a team like Phoenix, Milwaukee, even Philly, um, I'm inquiring if she's uh, willing to go. I went if I was her, I wouldn't touch that Toronto job with a ten foot pole because I just feel like that's set up for failure. I mean, in all honesty, if she doesn't go to a team. I wouldn't want her to go to a team like the Pistons or the uh, Houston Rockets or something like that. I would want her to go to a team that's already like put together. Yeah, so that, that's why I, I'm, I'm out of the job that's available. Phoenix, Mac Ishbia, I don't, I don't trust the ownership at this point. Uh, how do you get rid of Monty? Uh, and it seemed like the owner had him out for him. Um, he forced the KD trade from all the reports, so I, I don't touch that job. Philly, yeah. I, I, I don't want to coach any job that involves James Harden. Yeah, I, I think she she needs more of an X in those team, a team that's willing to to follow direction and. And understand, like, she's the coach and they're not the, the players aren't the focal point. That, yeah, I think that's what, the problem with the NBA in general, though. Yeah. You know, that a lot of players run everything and the coaches are always the scapegoat. Yeah, that's why I feel like Milwaukee might be the best fit. You got Giannis, who seems to very be a very mild manner, coachable superstar. Yeah, but at the same time, they got some guys that's transitioning and moving on. I think that Middleton is going to eventually either get traded or leave. I think it might be the type of deal like what they did with Grant Hill, um, like a yeah. signing trade. I could kind of yeah. see that. So uh, it'll be it's going to be a very interesting NBA offseason. Um, let's let's get to the league that just seems not to have an off season at this point, because um, I feel like we talk about it more in the off season than the regular season, at the, which I thought was damn near impossible. But the mm-hmm. NFL marketing geniuses, you have the super, you move the Super Bowl basically to February now. March, you 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 have uh, the combine. April to draft. May, you have the NFL schedule release. June, I think they have OTAs. And in July, you got training camps in the start of uh, your preseason. So, literally, um, the NFL is on a 12-month calendar at this point. Uh, but the NFL released the schedule last Thursday. Just wanted to get your thoughts. on The Lions basically have five primetime, national, televised games. Um, so, what, two Monday nights? 
Mm-hmm. Or is it no? Well, one Monday night, one Saturday night with the Monday night crew. Uh, what is it? Two Thursday night games, and then the annual Thanksgiving game. Then the annual so. Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh man. Now, Rodney, you know I've been licking my chops, man. <laughs> I've been waiting for this moment for a long time. Basically, my whole life, I never seen the Lions with so much behind them. So much media coverage, so much, so many possibilities, Rodney. Like it's a lot of people that's riding them to the championship, and like a, to the Super lot Bowl. Of, a lot of national people. Yeah, I never would have thought about this ever in my life. Like the Lions being this great. I mean, they look good on paper. I'm not gonna even front. They look really good on paper. I'm hoping that they do come through. I done seen the team look good on paper before, and then they underachieved when we had that Indomitian suit, Calvin Johnson. I mean, we had uh, Reggie Bush. Stafford. Stafford. Right. Yeah, we and had Earl we had some people, man. And we just we underachieved. But uh, I believe this team is different. This team is different because we got a lot of young guys that that don't care about the past, and all they care about is just playing for today. And that's what I love about uh, St. Brown and and Jared Goff. They don't care about the history. They care about winning right now. And I, I like the I like the direction that we're going. I never thought that I would would see Dan Campbell as is one of the the fresh new faces in the coaching game. It actually be really good. Well, so here here's the thing, and I think I said this when he first got hired, right? He did a really good job of surrounding himself with with good assistant coaches. Um, yeah. So, and then he wasn't afraid to to move on from Anthony Lynn and offensive coordinator when he saw it wasn't working. Um, so that 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 um, him and Brad Home, the GM, they seem to have this this brotherly bond. So the. You you I think you have a a team where everybody's moving in the right direction. They'll they'll be t- tested right out the gates on national TV, traveling to Arrowhead for the first time in like twenty years, mm-hmm. playing a defending Super Bowl champs, and I actually think that's set up pretty well for them. Because I, w- I would rather get Patrick Mahomes week one and week 10 or week five when he's got it rolling. Yeah, uh, that schedule's tough. It's, it's, well, it, it, it's, well, it's, so you start off with the Chiefs and then you come home and play Seattle. I don't know if Geno Smith is going to have a repeat of, of last season. We'll see. Think that's a revenge game. It, it says so well. You got ten days. You you do play Green Bay on short rest in Week Four. That's interesting. You're at Baltimore, which is the game I really want to go to on the road. Um, that'll be interesting. I'm not a M- Lamar Jackson believer. If you've been listening to this podcast, so <laughs> I I I, th- I think. Lamar Jackson will fall back to the pack. You should got some games that you should definitely win. Carolina, Atlanta, those, you, Tampa, because who the hell is a quarterback in Tampa? We don't know. If you telling me Baker Mayfield is the starting quarterback, I think Stevie Wonder could beat <laughs> Baker Mayfield at this point, but. I I got the eleven. I got the Lions winning eleven or twelve games. Right, I got them around the same range. I got them winning twelve games. It's like um, the games that we should win. That's the way I'm looking at it. You got Minnesota Vikings that's transitioning and trying to get rid of a lot of people. Division's really traded, weak. They, they yeah. Minnesota basically just traded their best defensive player. Uh, they may be trading their best offensive player outside of Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. So, we'll see. Jordan Love, 
who knows what he'll be. Um, I still don't know if he has the whether Czar joining um, Aaron Rodgers in New York. Who's who's your number one wide receiver in Green Bay? Christian Watson. So who knows if that works? Maybe they become they try to take a page out the Lions book and become a truly run heavy team. Um, Chicago should be better, but you spent a lot of money on two linebackers and didn't really address your O line or D line. So we'll we'll see. I mean, a division is here for the Lions taking. Uh, Bill Belichick might get fired at the end of this season. That's whoa! That's a ballsy take right there, Ronnie G. Well, I won't say fired. I'll say he'll retire. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I believe he'll step down. He'll step down. The, the, if you look at the, the Patriots schedule, this murder, and I can't find, I can't find eight wins on their schedule. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that they're going to be this successful this season. They feel like they're in the rebuild mode anyway. Um, another coach I feel like might be whose job might be in jeopardy, and then it will only be his second year. Um, the Lions hopes this team for Monday Night Football. If the Raiders don't get off to a good start or finish the season, if they don't make the playoffs, Josh McDaniels could be looking for another job. Wow, already? Yeah, I, I, I told you, I got some, I got some, some takes. Todd Bowles might be looking for a job at the end of the season. It ain't his fault because if you look at the Tampa roster, it ain't that great. I mean, he has one job running, and that's just to make sure because the defense isn't that bad. I know they lost a couple the, the, people. The defense, the defense is, is good, pretty but decent. If and Mike, the offense, you still have, you still have Evan. Evans but he wants out. Evans wants out. Who's throwing on the ball, I think, is the issue. Man, yeah. That's all he has to do is bring a, a, a decent quarterback to the team. Yeah, I still don't know why Tampa Bay didn't throw money at, Dave, uh, at Derek Carr. I mean, he ain't the best, but he better than what you got. Yeah, that's true. And, I, and honestly, I don't think that St. Louis is going to be – I mean, not St. Louis, I'm sorry. Uh, the Saints. I don't think the Saints are going to be good. Who's I, just, gonna, I don't who, believe in Derek Carr, man. Who, who's good in that division? Atlanta, Atlanta wasn't good last year. Desmond Ritter at quarterback, hell. Who? Um – Carolina starting a rookie. He might he might be pretty good. How I, I like him a lot, but I I'm just saying it, he 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 may be the best quarterback in that division. I know that's crazy, right? <laughs> I was thinking about that too. I'm like, okay, the defense in Carolina has been pretty good too, and and the run game has always been solid. They got a good. They got a good running scheme, no matter who you put back there. So here's my other hot take, and it ain't really that hot if you ask me. Sean McVay retires at the end of this season. I can see that. Yeah, you're right. That ain't, that's not really much of a hot take. And and Matthew Stafford retires. So I can see Aaron, that too. So, so does Aaron Donald. Oh, man. I don't, you know what? I, he was talking about retiring anyway. Yeah, I feel like I want to see him. I want to see him play for a contender, man. I, I don't. I don't want to see both of those guys playing on the rebuilding team because that's what's going on right now. And here's my last hot take: Kyler Murray's going to get another coach fight. Oh no! I think they're going to win. I think they're going to win more games than what they won last season. They well, they uh, still ain't a lot. 
<laughs> I just I, I don't think that's the Seahawks, man. But if you're looking at that division, man, like the Seahawks might win another one. So, but so yeah, the, the you still got the 49ers. LA is hot, hot garbage. I still like Seattle more than I like to, and like Arizona. That's what I was gonna say too. Like I'm looking at that division. I, 49ers, man, they just the Forty Niners just they are who they got they, quarterback issues. But you can't blame anything on Jimmy G now. And then the the one young man that was coming up, I forgot his name. Uh, I see his face. Trey Lance. No, it wasn't Lance. It wasn't Lance. I I don't. I think Lance is trash. Are you talking about Purdy? Yeah, Purdy. It was Purdy. I really like Purdy a lot. I believe he's the quarterback of the future for them. I'm not a Trey Lance fan, man. I just it's something about Lance. I don't think he's gonna work out. If he didn't get injured, he was already doing bad at the beginning of the season. Oh, I do have another hot take. Uh huh. Dallas will make the playoffs, but will lose in the first round, and Mike McCarthy gets fired. No, you know what? I don't even think Dallas makes the playoffs this season. Ooh, that's that's even a hotter take. He definitely gets fired if that happens. Yeah, like th- this team right now. See, they had a two-headed monster when you had Ezekiel Elliott and you had Pollard. But now, guess what? No Zeke, and you just got Tony at the rain. They're going to box his ass in. And then what? the offense, the offense isn't going to run. Because Zeke did a good job blocking, except for the uh, that last play <laughs> of the season. Which I, you can't really fault him, because who, who, <laughs> who puts a running back at center, but... That was stupid as hell. I still think about how stupid that play. They showed it on like the NFL Network the other day, and I'm like, it's a snippet. I'm like, why y'all doing this? Yeah, so, oh, oof, your, your take was higher than mine. But I, I guess we both in agreement. Mike McCarthy is dead man walking coaching-wise. Yeah, because I believe that the, uh, the commanders would be better. We know the Eagles are like a million times well, better. Like the Eagles. Well, can we the talk Cowboys about are not beating the Eagles at all this season? Can we talk about the Commanders real quick? Oh yeah, um, they got sold record oh, amount. Up them. Um, I can't think of they got to own the Seventy Sixers. Um, his oh, thank his, God. his ownership group, which in, included uh, Magic Johnson, so now Magic Johnson is uh, has. A piece of the the LA Dodgers and the Washington Commanders. So uh, shout out to Magic, but but I'm in I'm in agreement. They they finally have a comparable ownership group. So I do feel like this this is the season uh, where Washington makes that turn. My only concern with Washington is I think they started to make the turn, but it's a little too late uh, for. Uh, their coach, and I still don't understand why they didn't pick up Chase Young fifth year option. I just yeah, that's what I was thinking too. So they're gonna just let him walk. That blows my mind too. Yeah, I I, I just feel like even if there was questions, I, I feel like he would just pick up a fifth year option just because uh, when he was healthy his rookie year, he that that D line was was. The the truth. Yeah, they were scary, man, and they were balling out too. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I I can't wait. This has been this is probably the most exciting NFL season I've been looking forward to since hell, probably ninety one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you ain't lying. That's like the last time we actually had a, a dominant team that was actually. Good down the stretch. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Just like it's been a lot going on in the sports world, world in the, the last couple of weeks. Uh, Michigan continues to kill it on the recruiting trail. Michigan basketball. I don't know what the hell is going on. <laughs> Although they did just get the number one player 
2024 Michigan to to commit to them. So it'll be interesting. Michigan basketball and Michigan State football is a dumpster fire right now, Uh, particularly Michigan State football. And I know I predicted Colorado to win eight games in college football to begin the season. I don't know if they're going to win three at this point. Oh, yeah, they – yeah, they not. They toast, man. They toast. I don't see them winning anything at all, man. And I love Dion, but he should have knew that's what was gonna happen, man. You come into a, a a whole new college experience dealing with Colorado. I don't know why he chose Colorado. That's what I'm kind of confused on, like. But he's here. He's there now, and there's no turning back. And it's gonna take him a while if they're gonna enjoy the whole Dion experience, at least give him like three or four years in order to get that place together. Because they've oh, yeah. been he a dumpster fire for the past like four or five years. I don't even think they've done yeah. Probably even longer than that. Yeah, they need at least, he needs at least five years to rev- to truly revive that program. Um, so, so we'll see. Um, hat, so... This and this was on a, a, a on our topic list before um, John Morant decided to do John Morant and Phoenix lost a damn mind and, and fired Monty. Um, is twenty twenty three one of the worst years for music so far? Oh man, without a doubt, uh, a lot of projects getting pushed back and pushed around. Yeah, a lot of artists really not coming say we were. It's we just, were supposed to get what, what a little baby or a little dirt album last week, and it got pushed back. I want to say it was a little dirt, actually. Now I think about it. Yeah, it yeah it was a little dirt. Um, his single's on fire right now with J Cole, though, which I really like. I love the single. Um, yeah, so that single was fire, and the and the song he has on um, Swiss Beef Low EP. Um, Say less is fire too, but a boogie with the hoodie. Um, and that was actually a good eve. That's actually the one thing I will say in 23, 23 that has been fire is that that Sweet Speaks album, little six song EP, is pretty damn good. Yeah, I, I think like the, it's just some bright spots, man. I, I'm really became an NLE Chopper fan, man. He's pretty good. <laughs> And I, <laughs> yeah, he put out some stuff that's pretty decent. And then it's like a resurgence of Lil Wayne, by the way, too. Lil Wayne is like on every song you can think of right so, now. I feel like so it's that's funny that you back in the two thousand because um, the last couple of days, I, I that's all I've been listening to is Lil Wayne. Um, so it, it's it's funny that you said that because um. Maybe he put enough of the lean down where he he's starting to sound coherent again, and <laughs> I, you know what I I actually can't make out what he's saying too, and the song's actually been pretty decent too. He got his old yeah. flow back. Yeah, so um, I yeah we in agreement with that. I'm I'm excited to see that. Um, I'm hoping. Like you said, we get some of the projects that's that's been delayed. Um, that that finally comes out. Um, hell, at this point, I'm I'm checking for R and B projects too. Um, it's funny because I just feel like so far this has been a new fest as far as new new music. But you got a lot of good concerts happening um, this summer. I know, and then also the twenty five dollar concert things. I just saw. Uh... 50 Cent coming back too for like the uh, yeah, he has so a tour going on with Buster yeah. Rhymes and also uh, Jeremiah yeah Nas and Wu-Tang is back on tour um, you of course you got the, the Drake and 21 Savage tour uh, Janet is out here Elise is out here LL Cool J and, and I'm actually gonna say friends cause there's too many people on a damn um, ticket to just <laughs> name everyone yeah, but, that's a lot. Then you got the Beyonce tour. Yeah, and actually, um, my my wife Lauren, her one of her friends and they friend group, they they went to Stockholm, Sweden to see Beyonce um, this past week. So um, that was pretty dope just to see some of the pictures. So um, 
so in music, new music wise, terrible concert wise, this this may be um shaping up to be one of the best um summer concert um uh, circuits that we we've seen in a while. So uh, Yeah, I, mean, I don't know if I'm more excited about these concerts or excited to finally see Ronnie James play college basketball. So I I'm it's <laughs> a lot to look forward to, man. Um so speaking of which, USC is pretty loaded. Uh, Ronnie James, <laughs> super loaded. They got the number one um, recruit in basketball, female and male. Um, and Dennis Rodman's son is, is joining uh, Ronnie James as he transferred to USC this this last week. Um, so USC basketball has become must-see TV. Uh, they haven't been this on this TV much since black people watching Love and Basketball. So, <laughs> you silly for that one, Rodney. <laughs> no, but you know that's the thing too, man. I'm excited about USC actually joining forces with the Big Ten. Now, I know it doesn't happen until next season, but hell, they didn't came test. off. They didn't came off swinging. Yeah, they came out swinging for real, and it's a good test for them too, man. I I like to see USC back on back on top and doing certain things, just so they can get their ass knocked right back down. That's why I love this. Yeah, so and it's I can't remember a time, at least in my lifetime, where USC was must see in basketball. Hell, I can't tell you a, a USC basketball player off the top of my head. Well, I remember they was balling out when they had uh, uh, Nick Young, when they had oh, yeah. OJ Mayo. Like, they yeah, had I, some ballers. Now, you, yeah, you, you might. Know, you know, I, <laughs> yeah, they had some ballers, man. They had some ballers come out of there, but you're right about that, man. Like, not enough. Not enough. It's always been UCLA, for sure. Yeah, so um, did you see the Jonathan Major news? Yeah, which one? The dating uh, Megan Good? Yeah, if that's true, um, shout out to him. Yeah, that's a super dub. Yeah, um, Jonathan Major with Megan Good, Jalen Rose with Angela Rye. Uh, Yo, really? Yeah, they. Um, it had been rumored, but they were on each other Instagram last week. So, um, dang, I see. Whoa. Uh, um, shout out to Jamie Foxx, too. Um, glad to hear, because um, social media pissed me off last week. Um, I didn't never believe he was in grave danger and the family was worried because none of the reputable sites that I actually visit have put anything out. So um, I was still relieved uh, when his daughter um, released a statement saying that he had been home for weeks and was actually playing pickleball. So uh, I would be even more relieved uh, to, to see that that brother's face on, on my TV screen uh, again. So, Yeah, I, I always thought that he probably was doing really well, man. And like He had posted something like, thanks for all the support. And he... He was always he always mentioned before too, and I think in a couple of interviews that he controls his own uh, Instagram. Like he actually answers questions and he looks at all the stuff. So he he controls his own Instagram. He doesn't have a representative or or anybody else doing it. So when he said thank you for all your support, I'm doing fine. I was like, okay, he's all right. Yeah, and that's um, I I kept looking at. The celebrities that I know that are real friends of his, that, that are very close, and they, they hadn't posted or said anything. So I'm like, he, I, I don't believe what was put out there. Um, it's, it's just hard um, when you go on social media and you got people um, sharing and, and passing along false information. Uh, Jamie Foxx, I mean, we, say, we say this about. NBA and NFL players all the time, but Jamie Foxx is um, a generational talent. Oh, that, yeah. brother, that brother can sing, rap, act, 
make people laugh. Um, so there, there aren't too many people that, that are on that, that Jamie, Jamie Foxx level. Uh, I don't think he gets a, a enough credit just, uh, not only what he's done in the black community, but when we talk about talented actors and talented singers, he, he, he don't. He don't get the flowers that he he deserve. Uh, so, but I like I said, I'm just happy to know that he he's doing well, and we'll get to see him on TV and in the movies um, um very soon. So. Oh yeah, man. He still got a lot. He still got a lot more uh, films and everything to bless us with, man. A, a lot more music and. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to hear about him bouncing back, man. Like, we definitely need Jamie Foxx. He was, like, one of the last generational talents that that blessed us with, with a comedy series and, and music and everything when we used to sit around the TV as a family. So, yeah. we Okay, we before, before we get out of here, let me ask you the Robert De Niro question. Is 79 too damn old to be having a kid? <laughs> It depends on who you are, man. And that, and that's what I said. In the case of Robert De Niro, I don't care if he had kids until he ninety, because they gonna be. <laughs> take, he may not be able to see them grow up uh, physically, but financially, them kids will be well taken care of. So, right, because you got a couple of. Hey, look, you still got uh, Smokey Robinson throwing his pelvis around. So no, man, that ain't nothing. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, <laughs> I I just thought it was interesting that people were making a big deal. The only thing I thought was funny is like in an interview where he mentioned that he has seven kids and not six, like the guy, uh, like the inter- interviewer has said. Um, I was like, it was like they glossed over. I was like, I'm not gonna circle back. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Uh, Robert Nero, so he was trending for two reasons last week. The 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 kid at seventy nine, and then I, did you see the Twitter post somebody did? No, I didn't. So somebody did a Twitter poll, basically between who was hotter, younger, Al Pacino or Robert De Niro, and it ended in a dead tie after two hundred thousand oh, wow. plus votes. <laughs> and I'm like, this is a poll I didn't know I needed, but <laughs> I just hope that when I'm 70, I'm 79, I'm throwing myself around. I want to have the moves like Smokey, and I want to be dropping babies like Robert De Niro. <laughs> <laughs> so, and hell, and you got Denzel pushing 70, still doing action movies. Equalizer three coming soon, so. Man, you can't even tell that Denzel like around that age, man. Black don't crack for real. Yeah, so um you can see what you got him pushing seventy, you got Will Smith pushing sixty, uh And don't even look like it, man, especially Will Smith too. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's insane. You know, Jay Z doesn't look it either, man. He doesn't even look like he's good enough in age either. Yeah, um, so, what you know, John Moran needs to maybe he need to call Will Smith and figure out what what the steps Will Smith took after took after the slap hurt around the world uh, <laughs> to get his image back. Yeah. So, Man, I, I'm just realizing certain things right now, right? I realize I might need some money, man, and maybe it won't help me age as much. <laughs> I need some yeah. money because them guys is not aging at all. Yeah, you got Nas pushing fifty, still look like he twenty. Mary J. Yeah. Blige, I was on her Instagram page yesterday. You can't tell me she don't look thirty or younger at this point. So, man, get better. Final Angela Bassett still out here just and she Maya sixty Ashanti Jesus Christ. Yeah, shout out to Ashanti and um, Nelly. Happy to see them back together, even with Irv Gotti hating butt, but. 
He said she ain't really getting the masters back now. You ain't getting nothing. Mm-hmm. But we'll get out of here on that note. Uh, next one, we, we figured out our camera situation. So next one, you'll get to see us live and in person. But we'll catch y'all on the B-side. Peace.